0: And now, live from goddamn Zoom, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. He's a musician and podcaster whose hatred of Christmas will not be tolerated. It's Todd Cooper. He's a comedian and podcaster. At least he used to be. He may now be doing cameos for a living. It's Paul F. Tompkins. Daniel Quantz is here, and he insists you don't follow him on social media where his handle is at Daniel Quantz. I'm the bad boy of podcasting, Tony Thaxton, and this is my last show for almost two months. Telling you to hold back those tears and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen.
1: Allison, Rose. friend
2: Hello, my little devil dogs. Welcome to another exciting Thursday episode of Alice and Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon Patreon Patreon. by Nancy Sylvester. Yes, I am on Patreon. And we just released a Patreon bonus episode of The Friend Zone with Daniel Quantz and me answering your questions. And Daniel got emotionally naked, I would say. So if you want to hear Daniel's (laughs) emotional nudity and other stuff, it's all a blur. I kind of forget what we talked about. I know we we talked about Paris and Daniel's emotional nudity happened and then lots of other stuff. I feel it was a very strong episode. Uh, And then th- there's been also lots of other strong episodes and other fun... My, st-
0: not to toot your own horn, but toot and toot. I flashed my Beep. emotional penis.
2: Beep. That's right. There was emotional dong and emotional balls. Um... <laughs> And also, you can see this video, two people are wearing fun hats. One is more fun than the other. That's a Patreon reward. There's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. Although there is, and I love my Patreon subscribers. And I love the way when they are passionate about something, they begin to organize. And I'm hearing a faint drumbeat of people rabble-rousing. And demanding that they get to text Daniel this is and crazy. that Daniel responds to them. So listen, I hear you. I hear your demands. I see where this is headed. So I guess pretty soon you'll get to text Daniel. I don't, I don't know how this is going to work, but anyway, all sorts of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, subscribe for a year, get two months for free, plus a That's couple a of deal. texts from Daniel, I guess. Um, anyway, this is, uh, Tony's picks number five now for anyone who's just jumping in for this episode this was just a fun thing we decided to do for the summer because i'm tired like everyone i'm tired i'm burnt out i've been doing this show for a long time tony's young he's a (laughs) whippersnapper
0: you're not that much older than me
2: tony You're, oh, he's wet behind the ears. He's just cutting his teeth. And I said, hey, young Tony, I have an idea. On the face of it, it's ridiculous. What if you, what if you booked the show? Oh my God, imagine how disastrous that could be. But it'd be funny. It'd be funny how crazy it could, it'd be like one of those, you know, old-fashioned radio stunts. People would tune in just to see how ridiculous it would be.
0: This is all um, great for my ego right now, the way you're setting <laughs> this up, making me feel great.
2: I know. Uh, I'm joking, but it, it seemed like a fun idea just to shake things up. And and I decided as a vote of confidence, I said, Tony, let's do two episodes. Uh, but then it went so well. Tony has just been knocking him out of the park left and right. It's stretched into five episodes. Tony undertook the intro as well, which is. Daniel has been doing for years now and been trying to get out of and uh, Tony has been doing it so well that not only am I like Tony there's nothing he can't do but I'm like or Daniel is it really not as hard as you've been claiming for all these years I don't know but anyway Tony I can't believe this is your last episode before you go on tour and I mean you have really what a I mean this episode is just starting. But already I can say, what a strong finish to Tony's picks.
0: Let's hope. Don't fuck this up, guys.
2: I know. (laughs) Yeah. Todd Cooper, you're Tony's Felice Navi Pod co host, the only repeat Tony's picks guest, because you were here for Tony's picks number three.
3: That's right. And I forced my way back on the show.
2: Everyone loved you so much. We're like, that guy's got to be a regular. I mean, Maple. (laughs) Oracle,
1: <laughs>
2: no offense, none taken, which is where you uh, claim y- you said to me, no offense, none taken. And I was like, hey, that's my it's my prerogative to say none taken. You don't yeah. get to say that for me. But I I've been laughing around. about it ever since.
3: You've been what? You've been throwing it around ever since.
2: Well, I've been laughing about it. Oh, ever oh good, since. Good.
3: <laughs> good. And, and occasionally day, I thought you were mad at me and I was worried. I thought, this is it. And then T- Tony said, she wants you back. And I thought, thank goodness, because I thought I'd really done it in there with that with that business.
2: Or maybe I wanted you back to tell you in person that I never oh, want to see you again. Don't do it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Except for this one time. Now go.
2: That's right. That's right. And then also, oh, my God, a podcast <clears throat> legend, someone that I've had on the show before, but never on the Thursday show, which is just insane. Paul F. Tompkins in the perfect hat for Memorial Day.
4: Hi. Hi, Hello. everyone. <laughs> Hi, so Tom. nice to see you. It's great to be back. Oh, my voice is different now. I forgot to, uh, I don't know if I mentioned that before uh, we talked, but yeah, I'm, I have a different voice now. It's like this. I love it. Oh, thank you.
2: Now, <laughs> did was this a choice or did this no, voice choose
4: you? No, I, I got struck by lightning.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. It
4: was weird. It was weird. This was the only effect, really. Wow. My voice is a little bit deeper than it was.
2: Wow. Now, you know there's a – you have now more chance than someone else of this happening to you again, they say. Oh,
4: no. That's the last thing I want to (laughs) hear.
2: I know. (laughs) But that is what they say.
4: But now you have what they call lightning insurance, which means that you – it's less likely that you will get struck by lightning because you know me.
2: Right. Right so I can't, um, I can't
4: do this bit. <laughs> <laughs> i apologize to everyone
2: oh now now that, i remember who you are
4: right yes. uh, thank Welcome you for having back. me I'm, I'm thrilled to be with this uh, fun group of people
2: we're thrilled to have you does your microphone uh foam match match the hat? drapes
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the well mine does mine's black
4: Yes, my 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 microphone color scheme does match my hat color scheme. Is that on purpose? Not really, and now it's embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. Um, All right, for
0: your love of the Joker.
4: Come on now, why does he get to? I'm taking these colors back from the Joker. (laughs) Why should he be the only guy who gets to wear a purple suit? Now the prince is dead.
0: That's a good. That's a good point. Thank you. I take it back. I'll cut this out of the episode.
4: Who Did else? you guys see that Batman movie? The Batman, the, the new one, yeah. It's, no. it's it's like dark. This is Batman as I've never seen it before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, there's, I, I actually, I started watching it. I've not finished it yet, uh, but yeah, like, I'll, and I haven't finished that. it e- either on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, like, there's very, like, there's almost no action in it at all. It's a, really? it's one of the yeah. quietest. Comic book movies I've never seen. Yeah. I tried, when I tried to watch it, I was eating dinner and I had to turn it off because I could not hear the movie over my chewing. (laughs) Tony, I'm not lying.
2: That's why I like to watch everything with subtitles because of snacking.
4: But now, full disclosure a a typical dinner for Tony is uh, a big plate of uh, hard pretzels. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pop rocks for dessert.
2: Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Only <laughs> crunch. Yeah. They crunch. <laughs> this guy likes things that crunch. Tony, is that why you hate bananas?
0: Because they're oh, not crunchy? Because right.
2: they're so mushy?
0: They're the opposite of crunch. Yeah. Get the Do fuck you out only of like
2: a crisp apple?
0: I, Honeycrisp is my favorite apple.
2: Mm, it's in the name.
0: Yeah. He
5: right likes there. food that has percussion. Exactly. Oh. Right. It
4: yeah. all how checks out. How bold is it of red delicious apples yeah. to name themselves that?
5: It's awful. <laughs> like, well,
4: themselves. they are red, so I guess they must also be delicious. Like, I'm not <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I'll but, decide.
5: But they're also I'll, not delicious.
4: I will, right. No, they're not. Exactly. There's so many better apples. I'd rather have a Granny Smith.
0: Hell yeah. No, that's like, a
4: bad name. That name, like, that, th- they got away with that and they sell them. They still sell them. <laughs> Here's why I think it works, Todd. And then I'll I'll take my answer off the air. Um, <laughs> I think that it works because Granny Smith. When you're a kid, you think that's for grannies. And then when you get older, you're like, No, I understand what they're saying. You need a sophisticated palate to enjoy <laughs> this apple. You got and it's sort of an thing. it's sort of an in joke among adults. <laughs> oh, child, you
3: won't like this. It's
4: a <laughs> Granny Smith. It's for grannies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Paul. <laughs> Yes, Allison.
2: I take apple choice seriously. And I'm not even a big apple connoisseur. But and I like that your expression. <laughs> then that's strange. I, I know. <laughs> I'm just I'm just nosy when it comes to apples. Oh, I just we'll am get opinionated. Yeah. Um, I love but I like that your expression was like as you should. Um do you have a favorite apple? Tony, this is dangerously close to Snapchat, I think. Do you have a favorite apple? Oh, because shit.
5: people are passionate. Is there gonna be a jingle? That's right.
2: (laughs) People are, and some of them are even on this show, passionate about Honeycrisp, and I am not one of them. I've tried. I do the same thing, Tony. I don't know where you stand on this one. It's another crunchy fucking food. I don't like grape nuts. I've tried so many times. I can't get behind them. And with Honeycrisp, I'm like, what am I missing? I like Gala. I like Fuji. But the Honeycrisp, I'm like, there's nothing about this that makes me have to wax poetic like so many people
0: have we talked about putting uh putting your honey crisps in the fridge you have okay i couldn't remember if I talked <laughs> about that <laughs> cuz i think that's key i think i think they're yeah, even better we
4: haven't talked kids. about that but i know you won't stop on <laughs> <laughs> um
2: i don't even know if i feel like that would hurt my teeth but i will give it a go they're not when are they that
3: gonna get those cotton candy and those apples they got them in grapes what are we waiting for Smush that cotton candy I, yes. in every fruit. Mm.
4: I heard those grapes are not good. I Who said never that? had one.
3: Nothing. Uh, 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 I made a- it up. The, the red <laughs> delicious apple said it.
4: Um, yeah, I heard that uh, somebody tried them, somebody I know tried them and said they weren't good, which is really – it's very disappointing to me because when I first heard of cotton candy grapes, I was like, I want to try those grapes. And then I would just forget about them because I can't can't, can't can't keep grapes on my mind for too long. <laughs> no. Yeah.
3: You got grape room in your head?
4: <laughs> if they're in front of me, sure, I'm thinking
3: about them. If they're if they're out of sight, they are out of mind. I'll tell you what, sneak you one at the grocery store next time you're there. I think you'll be happy about it. All I, right. I, here's, I like I, them.
2: Here's the thing. I did that once. <gasps> if I ever run for public office, Tony, destroy this bit of the internet that this lives on. Um, and I do not recall thinking it tasted like cotton candy, even though I had been told they taste exactly like cotton candy. But Daniel... Claims that I did at the time say it tasted like cotton candy, and this is weird because I'm someone who thinks I have a good memory.
5: Mm. This is a real he said she said. (laughs) Well,
2: one of my favorite movies, by the way, with Kevin Bacon and Elizabeth Perkins.
5: Here's the thing, Austin: you have a very good memory, and I have a terrible memory.
2: Oh, then I'm right.
5: (laughs) So let me tell you what happened. Oh, Oh, this is great. (laughs) You uh, tried it, and we both agreed that it did taste like cotton candy.
2: So that's how you remember it. Okay. And now I
5: know that's how it went down.
2: The she although we already did the she said. So this is she said, he said, she said. Here's how it happened. We tried it and I didn't think it tasted like cotton candy. That's my memory of it.
4: That was a rewinding noise, right?
5: Yeah. All
2: right.
1: Thanks
5: for that,
2: Paul. Okay, guys. I need I'm gonna try. I'm going to try a new oratory style, a new rhetorical style. I'm, I'm trotting it out in front of a real A team here. And it's interesting that I'm trying it, you know, this many years into the show, but I'm going to try making a point with my story and offering, I'm going to make That'd the be a point great idea.
4: <laughs> at the top. This I'm, is refreshing.
2: <laughs> I'm going to just, normally my stories are windy and long winded. And then mm-hmm. I get to the point like at the very end, but it really is asking a lot of everyone around me and the listeners. So I'm like, you know what? Why not just do the ask as our corporate friends would say at the top, and mm. then offer the commentary and, and fill in any, you know, connect the dots after. I'm just going to see how it goes. And so uh, when it gets to the point where I'm asking for feedback I, I, from everyone on the show and also the listeners, I would like feedback on do you like my new storytelling style? And do you think I should allow my mother-in-law to clean up and organize my desk? That's the question. So that's this is what I want to know. This is the question and I'm offering it without context. Should I let my mother in law? (laughs) What'd you say?
4: Nothing. Okay. Should I let my
2: mother in law organize my desk and three boxes of shit that are sitting next to my desk and all the piles on top of them? Allow me to back up and, and fill in the blanks. Okay. (laughs)
0: you're already not doing what you i just (laughs)
4: i just want to i just want to have a picture in my head so there's the desk which is a mess there's the three boxes and then there's the piles on top of the three boxes
2: balanced Mm -hmm. on top of
4: the three boxes right okay
2: and just to in just to let you know like how disorganized these piles are I'm well, trying they're to piles. remember. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'm sort of remembering what's in them. And I think we replaced our microwave, but I decided for some reason to keep the plate <laughs> that is inside the microwave that Valuable. rotates because who knows, you might mm-hmm. need it. You know, yep.
4: I guess that's in out. the piles on top of the boxes.
2: <laughs> Wait, Daniel, what? take a gander. Do you see that? I was that assuming
4: place? papers. I was assuming papers. It's a I lot didn't of papers. Were, I didn't know there were hard objects in there.
2: Oh, there's a lot of stuff. There's papers. <laughs> like, I've had what? two children in the last five years. There's like packets from the hospital because I can't bear to say goodbye to that. Honestly. And also...
5: I can't, I can't, it's so, there's so much shit over there. I I, I
2: think that plate I, I might be out. in there. There's also like ancillary piles. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff. I think
5: there's a family of possums in there.
2: We've done a lot of, and I say we, that doesn't include me. There's been our, so Daniel's mom is here till Thursday. There's been a flurry of cleaning that's been going on in the house since then. So at this point, our our office used to contain the mess of all of us, but- Everyone That's got beautiful. their shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the mess of all of us by <laughs> William Faulkner. Everyone got their shit together except my- for my corner of the room. I mean, does you're the looking- corner of
5: the room get its shit together or is there a person responsible for it? Yeah.
2: I mean, that being said, like patreoncom slash house and you can see behind Daniel, it's not that neat, but like it's actually much neater than it was in there. So, Daniel's mom is like a Roomba, but for organization. You just let her go and she just goes through stuff and like, or, she enjoys it. She's really good at it. And um, I am not a hoarder, but I have all the makings of what could be one. I yeah. am lazy. I'm indecisive. I'm very <laughs> indecisive. I'm
4: sentimental. Ain't that hoarder? <laughs> I'm You're stupid. Lazy. I'm a piece of garbage. <laughs> I'm dumb. Uh, no one likes me.
5: <laughs> Classic hoarder.
2: Let me be more <laughs> compassionate. Well, maybe let me take laziness out of it.
5: Yes.
4: Because I... you, know, you know that it's not laziness.
2: Well, on top of all the compassionate reasons that someone might become a hoarder additionally i personally am lazy so you can just imagine i tire easily
4: i'll take your word i have that's not laziness that's that's like you're just just continuing to live
2: (laughs) i that i exist (laughs) i mean look i'm just not someone who likes to wake up and roll my sleeves up and do shit and I feel like that's something that if if you're someone who likes to do that, you're a tidy person. I don't know. I'm just saying I have an, a problem with being, I'm not a person who is good at being organized and like getting rid of stuff that needs getting rid of because that has always been a challenge for me because it involves making decisions about what to keep and what not to keep. And that has always been hard for me. And I yes. imagine there's like, a, you know, unprocessed, Stuff just, that like gets Collected in the stuff And there's just all the issues that Would make for someone Hanging on to a lot of junk
5: I yes, When sorry. I went through <laughs> When I went through the garage A couple years ago to just clean Shit out and tidy up the garage which was just like Full of boxes I found boxes <laughs> That Allison had packed From her move from New York One just with junk but one of them Actually she had Seemingly taken the trash.
2: <laughs> I didn't. It got. To the, she had, I hired movers to pack up my so apartment because I, I got was, to the point where I couldn't do it anymore.
5: This was trash, but she had to take the trash. I've done trash before. I've done. So that we had before. a box full of trash.
4: Yeah, I removed so like actual s- trash, but I definitely have moved things like a box of shit that I had not oh, yeah. looked at in a million years, would never look at again, yeah. and still. Packed it on up and it's sitting in my house.
3: Mm -hmm. But then you get in the motion of unpacking boxes and you get to that one. You're like, damn it. I should have thrown this away at the. old."
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I should just throw it away. Sight unseen right now. (laughs)
5: I should close this lid
4: and yes. get rid of it.
5: But no. We need to do like a controlled burn, you know what I mean? <laughs> of all of the stuff. Just burn it out.
4: So
2: the three boxes that are the foundation of the piles, those are boxes that were <laughs> that were packed up
4: The piles stand on the shoulders of boxes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> those were boxes that were packed up when we moved from our Hancock Park apartment. Paul F. Tompkins, you have been in that one. That's where I interviewed you last. Right. Um it smelled like dog pee. Uh so I don't recall that. But well, I'll take thank your you word very for much. It. I don't think I was consciously fishing, but perhaps subconsciously. Um so those have not really been fully opened up since that move. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all I'm saying is Diane, your mom, Daniel's mom, is in like Full on Marie Kondo organization mode. Like, we have this console when you walk in that was our table that has like kids' art, a thousand bottles of sunscreen, all of our masks, a mail that is addressed not to us with yes. like, you know, we don't live here written on it. It just so much stuff. Oh, like we, water filters. We don't live that's here. Not, <laughs>
5: that's not what's written on it. <laughs> no.
4: Well, bad message to send to the post office. <laughs> we very don't confused. live here. They're very confused. <laughs> that's not what's written on it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What do you write on it, Daniel?
5: It's like no one here by that name or something? Or Wait, return it, the sender? It, it implies that address? they do live there, right? <laughs> because if, the, if it's them saying... We. What yeah what this I think this <laughs> person live doesn't
2: live here is what was written on right. it. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> I don't know. Somehow because she also like gets up at you know 4 30 a.m. or so this woman is, is crazy. Right. She's so effective at all this stuff. Um It was like cleaned off and everything is put in one basket. I don't know where everything else is, and weirdly I'm okay with that. So the question is
0: <laughs> the question do- that you were getting right to <laughs>
2: Do I let her
0: Tackle work your desk. her
2: magic on this area that needs its magic worked on? My initial gut impulse is like, of course I don't, because it is my desk. I mean, pride. I, it feels like way too personal. It's like saying, could you organize my underwear drawer? But also, like, just to have it done. I know Paul is giving me a look like it's not. But if there's not underwear in there, there could be. I don't know. Well, there
4: might be. Yeah. I mean, that microwave plates
5: in there. All yes. bets are off. Has she offered to do this?
2: No. But. She- <laughs> 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 I mean, oh, my God. A lot here.
5: Like, she that is would, a hell of a task. She yeah. would. <laughs> Daniel. What uh, Should we have her. Install a new fence in the front yard.
2: (laughs) I think I... I don't know. We have been together for going on like 11 years. She would... Maybe? I think... Maybe I have misread the signs, but I think she would love to. Yeah. (laughs) She keeps saying... Maybe I'm... I'm Maybe this is one... Look, is this one of those like... Plight society has all sorts of unspoken rules, and here I brash Allison comes in and doesn't understand the rules because it's possible. I could understand. Maybe, maybe in the same way that like she loves nothing more than doing your laundry, I have misread that as like she would also love to clean my microwave plates
3: and stuff. But she keeps saying, as a Roomba, you just picture her outside your (laughs) room. Just
4: banging into the door. (laughs) Like, she's just a mindless drone who who lives to pick up trash.
2: (laughs) No, but I mean...
4: She unnerves dogs. (laughs) Sometimes cats ride on her. (laughs) Like, if there's
2: not something for her to clean and organize, I don't know what she's going to do. Thankfully, (laughs) we have given her stuff to clean and organize.
5: The thing about your desk is that it's... Like, incredibly personal. I know. She wouldn't necessarily know what to do with it either. Oh, I know. It's not like you have some sort of organizational, oh, okay, this goes in this file or something. You have no files. I know, but
2: she could probably erect some system for that.
4: (laughs) I mean, there is a microwave plate in there. It just doesn't feel (laughs) that personal to me. That's a a wide-ranging system. That's right. That takes into account like kitchen items in addition to like an expired contract from 2003. (laughs) There's (laughs) so many of those that
2: I hang on to because I'm like, I
3: don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what that's so much of the stuff that you hang on to like paperwork.
4: You're like, how many years do I have to have? Absolutely. Absolutely. The government's
3: going to come get me because I threw my taxes away from seven years ago. (laughs)
4: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I had folders and folders of like, you know, business documents or whatever And then, like, after I want to say like 15 years, I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) These have never come into (laughs) play.
5: And don't don't file. you never have to document your life on that level
4: and, it's not, It's not like yeah, I wasn't talking to like a tax account. He's like, "You have the hard copy right from uh <laughs> from two thousand and nine It's like, oh shit, I just
3: got rid of it. We're gonna need to see that staples receipt yeah <laughs> okay. and Tell the
2: problem that. is based on my organizational system, which I think i've you know described as being not airtight, when I go to look for whatever it is. I have trouble finding it, which is why I Uh, have, like, nine copies of my second child's birth certificate because I was like, I need to find – back when shit seemed to be going south, I feel like it's gone south a number of times this pandemic. I was like, (laughs) I've got to get – but now it's I've got finally get, great. <laughs>
4: right. Honestly, <laughs> Thankfully it righted itself. Just but I was right.
2: <laughs> I was like, I need to get birth certificates for them so that we can get passports for them. And I don't know where Owen's birth certificate is. I don't even think I ever got it from the hospital. So I'm going to like pay money to get it from one of these like expedite your birth certificate things. So I did maybe regardless. I did that and then I couldn't find it. So I did it again. So now we have a lot of, I mean, Your mom could find all the birth certificates, Daniel. Imagine this. Can we go back a little bit, though, and just discuss whether she would want to do this? She keeps saying to me, please let me know if there's any project I can tackle. And I I take her at her
5: word. Look, imagine you're you're tasked with cleaning someone's desk covered in papers and who knows what.
2: Gifted with the opportunity to – they entrust you with – What seems to be a thankless task and you you bill yourself as someone who loves to organize
5: and you come across a microwave, (laughs) right? A microwave turntable. Yeah, (laughs) you wouldn't know what to do with it because you wouldn't you would think this must be important. There must well, be a I reason. Could, but when you, person, when you get to the car battery, it will all make sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not like there's a natural, like, boy, I'm used to organizing offices. You definitely want to put the microwave stuff in the place.
4: start a microwave M. pile? Should I start a microwave <laughs> pile? Or?
3: Yeah.
5: Al, a here's that letter
3: of, in
4: there. I have a lot of empathy for this because I have that situation going on in our garage right now. It's it's a nightmare in there. It's 100% my fault. My wife tries to. She always says we, and it's like, it's not we, it's me. And you know that it's you've really lost track of it when you forget where the things are, like when you can't, you, you when, even when it's a mess, you're like, well, I know it's under these things or whatever. And then when you don't have that anymore, you're like, this has gotten away from me and Mm -hmm. it's a real problem. And you know, there, there is that I am also resistant to outside help because it does feel like I know what's important. I know what's not important. I just have to do it. But at a certain point, it does seem to make sense to give it over to someone else. However, I will say this. We did this once before with the same garage, and it really helped, but we hired people to come help with it. like They didn't just do it all, but they were helpful, mm-hmm. like, the, like sorting things out and everything. I lost a very important item that was See- mine. And I will never, I will never be convinced that I lost it any other way. It was a, it was a, it was a custom-made hat that was like, there's no way I. It was in a box, like I didn't lose this somewhere else. Like it was definitely, it got mixed in with things that were to go, and it's oh. gone forever. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That sucks. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. But, but, but it's hard to say because look, I, I, that was not like they threw away medicine of mine. You know what I mean? So it's, it's annoying and it's a, it's a real drag. Um, but it was helpful to have those people there. It was, it was good to have that to, for us to get that done, you know, so it does, it did outweigh. I have to think of it as it outweighs the uh the negative aspect but that said it's such a fucking mess and i really there are things that i absolutely do need are mixed in with things that i don't need and Mm -hmm. i will have to be the one to sort through it
2: how did it work with those people like were they because i know someone who hired organizers and my sense Mm -hmm. from watching Uh, Instagram stories which I think is like a documentary is that like basically they're like okay you know put stuff into piles of stuff you want to keep and stuff you want to you know get rid of and I'm like well that's exactly what I'm trying not to have to do
4: yeah but you have to do that you know that you have to do that Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) well that's the I mean that's the only way
1: that's the only way
4: Um, enter um, Diane so Diane makes the piles and then you look at but how does she know do you watch her picking things up and then you say What You're pile right. it goes in? There's a real flaw in this system.
5: <laughs> what part of it do you not like? You not don't like putting things in piles, or you not don't like deciding what to throw away?
2: I mean, I don't. Okay. From the top, I sure get not. a big old garbage bag. I <laughs> I sit down. I, first of all, I got to take an allergy pill. Take an allergy pill. Sit at my desk. Now I'm bending over. All right, I don't like that. No,
1: I've
4: got worst. a big
2: old garbage. I've got Mm -hmm. a garbage bag and I'm going to be putting like magazines and college, uh, you know, unread college magazines in there and I'm going to think to myself should I read these I got to see like who died from college and stuff like that that's going to take some time eventually I'm just going to toss them in they're going to poke holes in the plastic and I didn't even recycle them and I probably should have then I'm going to go through and then I'm going to find pens and I'm like should I just throw these out I should probably see what pens work or not so then I'm going to take time like writing with each pen and then that's just going to take too long and then my hands are going to start to get sticky okay and then I it's like now 45 minutes has passed. I should probably check my email. Oh, no, no, Okay. Now I've made no dent and now it's even more messy Then I'm going through. And then it's like, oh, here's a list from, the, you know, so here's some stuff from when Elliot was in the NICU. I don't need this anymore. But that was Elliot when he was a tiny baby. Like, I can't throw that out. I'll just put this in a pile over here. I don't really know what to do with this. Oh, here's a greeting card from my mom and dad. Um, They just signed their name. I don't really need it. Oh, but my dad's going to die. I So I should keep this. Oh, and then here's this. And then I don't know what I should. You know what I mean? It's just like... And now I have more piles and my back is hurting because I've been punched over. What do I do?
4: Well, those I have a suggestion like for you emotionally this, connected to this stuff at all. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have, a, I have, a suggestion for you, which is yes, don't do it that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: What, is there
1: a better First way? First of all,
4: you get, don't get comfortable when you're doing it. Honestly, sit on the fucking floor and do it. And also, you have to, this, this helped me a lot because we do it in the house where we're getting rid of stuff. We have like a sort of, if something comes in, something goes out, policy with with stuff. And so it it got me to be a lot uh better at making a uh what feel what used to feel like a hard decision, but just cutting to the chase of I'm not I'm not gonna use this again. I don't need it. Yeah. So like all mm-hmm. the pens and shit like that, get rid of them. Get ri- if you have to write with a pen to see if it's still good. You're not using the pen. Get rid of the pen. They're just pens. This is so true. You know what I mean. Yeah. They're not that it's expensive. Like, uh, it's right. real. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It Plus does it's feel fun to buy new pens. It yeah. is fun to buy new pens, but don't get new pens until you get rid of all the pens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But you, you, really a is like once from you the shame one, of, of
3: like yeah, throwing stuff.
4: The out. Uh, the shame is so it's so powerful. It's so powerful because all you think is like, I wasted money. This is a waste. It feels so bad. And you feel like a fucking jerk. But it's like it's so it feels so much better to get rid of that stuff. It feels so good. You really feel like you accomplished something and you feel like you did the right thing. It's like this is just junk that's lying around. I'm not helping anybody.
2: There was a point during the pandemic where I couldn't stand. Our clothing closet anymore. And I went in and just grabbed piles of stuff. And mm-hmm. I had been hanging on to like sweatpants and things from before I got pregnant. There was. This is going to shock you, but there was a pair of sweatpants that I had a real emotional connection with, <laughs> uh, and I was like, you know what? I don't need these anymore, even if I can fit into them. And I put them on, and I could fit into them. I mean, I, I was close, but I was like, even when I get to the point where I can really wear them again, I don't think I'm going to need to or want to. Like, yeah. I don't – and I was ready to say goodbye to a lot of those clothes, and I did – Really did feel so much better and lighter mm-hmm. once I had cleared out a lot of that stuff. So I I know exactly what you mean about yeah. like, you really, it really is like a, a weight being lifted off when you get rid of the stuff. Yeah. But it's like, you. I would love to be one of those people who doesn't have all the emotional attachment with all the stuff.
4: Just, well, but yeah. here's what's good though, is that now that you do have kids, it's like, I feel like... If you go through that pile, those piles of things, there might be things connected to your kids that you still Mm -hmm. feel like I can't bear to throw this away. But there's going to be such a uh, a sharp delineation between that emotional connection and other shit where you're like, I don't need this anymore. You know, it it really like all the rules that people tell you of like if you haven't worn this in a year, if you haven't blah 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 and so long, it's really true. It's really true. And when you keep that stuff in mind, you look at things. It's like, yeah, I can get rid of this. Like, it served its purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. It's 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 done now. I I just don't need it anymore. It's not it's not doing anything but bumming me out to look at it, or it's in the way of something else that I do need, you know. It's just it's just better. It's just better to have a a sort of scorched earth policy about it and just get rid of that shit.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Allison, I got diagnosed with ADHD this year,
2: mm-hmm. and finally and
3: you. I mean, it truly feels like that when he's, (laughs) (laughs) he mentioned it like a year ago. Like, Hey, have you ever thought about this? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Moving on. And then he, he was like, seriously, listen to this book about it. And I finally <laughs> got into it. I was like, oh, no, I have this bad. Um, but some of the things you're talking <laughs> about, I, now I'm allowed to diagnose it. That's how it works. If you get oh. diagnosed, you can diagnose everyone else. But a lot of the things you, you're you mentioning feel really familiar to me. The Like the piles mm-hmm. thing just starts feeling like, okay, this is a pile of this. A pile. And I know the thing of like once you start, you, you can't help yourself from like getting in the weeds on it. Like if yeah. you're going to yeah. open a car, if you're going to go through a piece, you got to read everything on the page because you're going to re-experience it again. Oh, and then you got to yeah. do that. It man, it's the brutal. worst. It's so the worst. I, f- I feel that. I what remember. What book was it? I... Yeah. Was what that? book was it, Todd? Yeah. What book was it, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never know.
4: It's one of the ones.
3: Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. It's yeah, it's, it's one written of the... <laughs> by
4: some guys a long time ago, and it's about a man named Jesus Christ. <laughs>
3: oh, my gosh. Hell, Yeah. I mean, it is the book of answers. And we all know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's there's like an updated version of it too, because it is a hundred years old. But it's uh but yeah, it's you know, it's
4: people ADHD, talk a right? lot about ADHD these days, and it reminds me of something. Anno Domini has dawned. That's right. Jesus is coming, and there's nothing we can do to prevent it.
3: <laughs> uh, uh Yeah, he's uh He's he's definitely coming. When he comes, he's gonna fix my ADHD. That's what he told me.
4: What if he volunteers to help organize your
2: death?
3: Oh my god! Is your mom Jesus Christ? Does he need a like
2: microwave turntable? With he what? Need a microwave turntable? He probably <laughs> of doesn't. He does. He can do that himself. He can just
3: all make those a frozen bean burritos in heaven. Are you serious? He's- yeah. He needs that thing.
4: I wonder if I have it sometimes. If I have ADHD sometimes, because I do have a lot of. I get. I get laser focused on a thing when yep. I'm uh, I get I, I like start a task and then that task will take me over here. Then I start doing this other thing and yep, then it's right. like I have several several in progress jobs around the house. Yep, that's <laughs> yep. like, okay, I got to pick a thing yeah. and, and do that
3: first and then I could do the other things. It's it's the best way that I like I'm doing always four things at a time. It's kind of yeah. great. Is I it mean, the best way? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best way, but it worked.
2: <laughs> Are you on oh. three other podcasts right now? <laughs> yeah, hang on
3: one second. I know. <laughs> um, that, that's what I know what is. a great <laughs> podcast. I know. I'm getting attacked on that one. I know. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> it's called Yeah,
4: to like I said. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm real mean on this podcast. <laughs> it's called "Driven to Distraction." That's the name of the book. Oh,
2: okay, I yeah. thought that was the name of the podcast.
3: <laughs> I
4: did too. I did too. I'd kill on that podcast.
2: <laughs> All you right, would crush. Um, I need to tell you guys about something important, and then I would like to hear some fun facts. If you have any facts that are fun, and then also. We need to hear a little bit about the background of Paul F. Tompkins' uh, sure. office because there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Okay, listen. I want to tell you guys Lots about Fuzzy. Lots literally. Yes. Uh, if you have a pet, they're part of your family. Fuzzy knows there's nothing that compares to coming home to a, a wiggle butt or waking up to soft purrs and that we want to keep our pets healthy and make them as happy as they make us. Um, Fuzzy is... Just an amazing service that I wish had been around years ago, and I wish I thought it up. And I just want to – uh I want to – turn it into a liquid, and then I want to drink it. And I feel like that is the weirdest thing to say. However, I just think it's so brilliant. It's a telehealth service for pet parents that offers 24-7 access to personalized pet care from veterinary professionals. Um, And the reason I said that weird thing about it is just because I feel like as a concerned pet parent, and you've heard me for years, so you know how. uh, CPP. That's right. Thank it's you. concerned pet parent. You know how important the health of, uh, of Wendy is to Daniel and me. Um, I just know that there's nothing that, uh, concerns me more than like an after hours pet emergency or something happening with her. An AHP. <laughs> yes. It's just, you know, if your regular vet has, only daytime hours and then you're worried it's just i just love that there's someone you can turn to 24 7 from everyday questions to middle of the night emergencies fuzzy has the answers pet parents need to live chat and virtual vet consultations available to you 24 hours a day seven days a week Fuzzy can answer your pet questions big and small, urgent, and everyday. Fuzzy can also recommend the exact right products for your pet, all of which are hand-picked by their established team of veterinary professionals and available at discounts exclusive to Fuzzy members from getting your pet's diet just right to meeting their middle-of-the-night needs to finally figuring out what makes their breath smell that way. Wendy, uh, nothing is too big. I know. Talk about a controlled burn. <laughs> nothing is too big or small for a quick fuzzy call. Right now, Fuzzy is offering our listeners a free seven-day trial membership. Go to fuzzy that's Y-O-U-R-F-U-Z-Z-Y dot com slash Allison today to sign up. That's a free seven-day trial and access to exclusive member discounts on pet meds, supplements, food, and more at YourFuzzy, Y-O-U-R F-U-Z-Z-Y dot com slash Allison. Again, yourfuzzycom dot com slash Allison for your free trial of Fuzzy with access to twenty four seven personalized pet care and vet recommended products. Okay. 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 okay.
4: <laughs> okay. Sorry, that's other podcast. Oh, are you still?
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're they're coming back from a spot as well. Yeah. We're on the same <laughs> schedule. All right, let's hear a fun fact
4: <laughs> from Paul. All right, I a fun fact about me. Is that, uh, and, and it, it, it ties into the things that are hanging on the wall back there that are not diplomas at all. Uh, <laughs> one of them is, uh, a, a copy of my, uh, arrest sheet from when I was smoking on the subway <laughs> in Philadelphia, um, in the, uh, in the early nineties. And, uh, a cop pulled me. I was, I, it was something I had never done before. I, back when I was a smoker, I would smoke on the train platform and then I had just, lit up a cigarette and the subway came and i was like it was it was like 1 30 in the morning i was like i see people do this what's what's the big deal and they get on there the car's pretty much empty and i go one stop and a cop uh says hey step off the train and i was like oh now i'm gonna have to wait for another train because this guy's being a boy scout or whatever <laughs> and then he's like putting me up against the wall and frisking me and i'm like I just had a cigarette, right? Like, was, do I look like somebody wow. <laughs> that is in trouble? And he put handcuffs on me and took me to uh, uh, I I forget which princeton it was in Center City, and uh, I sat in a cell uh, for like forty five minutes, an hour, and then they let me go. Were you by yourself in there? I was by myself in there. I I a cell all myself.
5: <laughs> Did he smell pot, or was it just he assumed? it no. that-
4: he just I, he never he never said. If he had any assumptions, he never shared them with me. The, I remember with the hand, handcuffs, with the handcuffs on, we're going up the escalator and I, I turned to him and I said, is this like a real arrest? And he said, it's like a parking ticket. And I said, <laughs> what? They, I, and I said, do they usually handcuff people for parking tickets? And then he just stared at me and that was the end oh, of my no. questions.
2: Wow. So did they ever give wow. you Moran, did they do your rights?
4: No, no, he did not read me my rights. I don't know what the fuck was up with this guy, why he felt like this was important to do, but they give me a a copy on my way out when they gave me my fucking belt back. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like I was going to hang myself. (laughs) (laughs) They took my belt. (laughs) And so he gives me a copy of this thing and like, oh, and I had a Swiss army knife that he was nice enough to give back to me um after like he he i left i left the the precinct and i was like what the fuck just happened i was was walking out and i hear him go hey and i turn around and he like throws the knife to me and i was like thank you i guess (laughs) like
3: he thought he was being awesome hey buddy he thought he
4: was being awesome right here's your
3: knife bro you
4: can have this knife back in fact what i did was absurd
3: <laughs> um
4: all cops are buddies, I'm a right. Isn't, here? It, <laughs> isn't it funny that this happened to you? <laughs> oh, so is that buddies. on
2: your yes. record?
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so like I mean, statute got... of limitations has expired.
2: Right. But like you legit got arrested.
4: I legit got arrested. That's so weird. Oh. For like a super dumb thing. For I, don't, s- I it was, was so it a- late at night. Why did this guy do this? Was it an underground subway? <laughs> no, it's one of the above ground ones. Above ground. No, it was un- it was underground. It was not it was not it was not the L. It was not the L. Look, we were I underground know. at the time. Look the
2: only subway I know of is in New York. Okay, I, I've seen the Ellen movies and I didn't even know that Philadelphia had, what do you call it, like a metro the or a Ellen tube movies.
4: or something? What? What the Ellen movies? L. movies? In oh the L in movies, I was like, does Ellen have a film franchise? (laughs) I just assumed.
3: I didn't even ask.
4: (laughs) I've
2: seen the L in
3: movies. (laughs) Thank you, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) That
5: makes more sense. Yeah.
4: Yes. I mean, it's it's the subway. It's not. It doesn't have a fancy name or anything.
2: You just call it a subway. Okay. So it was underground. Um, I don't know why it matters. For some reason, (laughs) if it's above ground, it's even more annoying that he did this because you're
4: practically outdoors. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, being, this is when being like above smoke. ground is practically being outdoors. That's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> like when people are
3: like smoking on planes and stuff still. Like it's not that crazy to be it, true. inside. True. That's right? true. Yeah.
4: I'm I'm old enough to have smoked on a plane like right wow. before it was banned. At that, that point it was banned on <laughs> It was banned on domestic flights, but you could smoke on international flights once you crossed the international dateline or whatever. So oh, I, I was – I this was the first time I ever flew out of the country and I was visiting my sister who lived in London at the time and I – I, re- I sat in the smoking section and when st- they made an announcement like now you can do it and all these people We're talking- fucking lit up it was disgusting <laughs> <laughs> even as a smoker i was like this is too much smoke <laughs> <laughs> i just see i imagine people had
3: like cigarettes behind their ears that always makes me laugh when they can't wait to get it out of the pack oh they have yeah, yeah, yeah like <laughs> I i'm getting so stupid it's just I an a- inch from my mouth
4: <laughs> i knew a guy who was like a, a hardcore chain smoker and it was very much a part of his personality and he cool. was like I will uh, I've I've been on flight so long that I've eaten cigarettes because I needed the uh, the nicotine I'm like you're dumb <laughs> oh <laughs> what that's so gross that, that story's not coming off the way you think it's coming off <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh cool man uh, Wow you rat. really love
3: cigarettes that's rad. <laughs> I just heard this the other day I've never heard this before. Uh, My friend played hockey all through college and stuff. You've never heard this. It's a thing people do, I guess. Yeah. With sticks
2: and everything. Yeah.
3: (laughs) They love it. They love it. So it's either like on ice or field. Usually (laughs) it's, that's what they said. And Mm. I, I I didn't buy it, Um, (laughs) but these two guys were talking. And one guy was talking about smoking, like uh, that people used to drink and whatever before games and all this stuff. And I, I, I've never played a sport in my life. Mm. And then the one guy says to the other guy, do they do that thing where they put uh, tobacco in their boots? Like and the, and the other guy, listen to this. The other what? guy went, "Oh yeah, <laughs> like that's and, and like I, I yeah, where you guys are at is where I was. I was like, that's not that can't be real. Apparently, your feet like absorb the nicotine. Like instead of chewing tobacco, they put it in their boots. Is that insane? Like in what long, format? What's that <laughs> like, chewing tobacco in what format? <laughs> Vinyl. Pow <laughs> <laughs> so they put they like line their booths with chewing tobacco. Isn't that insane? That's yeah. crazy. And 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 they when the guy said it, the other guy was like, Oh yeah yeah yeah.
5: Like, your it, it cigarette was such a eating no friend
4: should have done that. Yep. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> exactly. Why don't you just crumble some up, put them in your socks, and you're good to go. <laughs> your cigarette
5: eating friend has he heard of chewing tobacco?
4: <laughs> like, but are you are, are you allowed me? to do it on a plane? I guess you are, right? I mean, oh that's so gross. Well, that's a good, you know what? Chewing tobacco is so fucking disgusting yes. that uh, if you're gonna do it at all, you're gonna do it everywhere, right? Well you're gonna well do, well. do it in church. You might as well eat a cigarette <laughs> and tell people you're eating a cigarette. But like, I have. Questions. Hey, watch this! <laughs> Great trick, filter and all.
2: <laughs> yes, that's my question. Did he also eat the filter?
4: I don't think so. I think he just ate the. I think he just ate the tobacco. So he didn't oh, eat the paper idiot. as well.
2: He like opened it up.
4: I took it that he did not eat the paper, but. Who fucking knows? I guess if you're willing to do that, you might as well eat the paper. You like? Did he open?
2: Did he sprinkle it on yogurt? Did he just down it with a sip of water? No, I'm sorry. It's
4: not. It's not that crazy. He did sprinkle it on yogurt.
5: (laughs) I just want to know. I I was making it sound more ridiculous than it was. I want to know if he's super discreet about it. Like, is he like, like? There's it, no way he was. Or is he just like, yeah, no, <laughs> there's
4: no yeah, there's no way he was. <laughs> Bro, does I gotta guy- make it through this flight somehow. He was definitely making a show out of it. Does he sure.
2: look like Andrew Dice Clay?
4: No, he does not. He does not. He was he was a rock and roller. Uh-oh, so he sure. was uh uh one of those tall, skinny guys. Yeah. That that, that
5: has to be by God, the way, if God, Denny's guys ice cream
4: like, man. Here's what I love guys like that that are like, I'm gonna have the same hairstyle for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. That's it. I'll okay. diet it and diet it and diet. it. And then when it's way past the time I shouldn't, I'll stop dying part of it. <laughs> 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 I know. I went to Guitar Center last
3: weekend. I hear you. Yeah. That guy, he's Thank in you. there.
4: Yeah, I feel heard.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I always appreciated how the smoke from the smoking section of the airplane had the courtesy to stop mm-hmm. right yeah. where yeah, the, the smoking section exactly. stopped. I was
3: I was I was on a flight with smoking. I remember. I definitely remember being on smoking flight. That was in that
4: you were in that plane crash, right?
3: Yeah, it was (laughs) terrible.
4: (laughs) But that slide was was mostly after the plane was not flying anymore. Gosh, no. (laughs) It was also a fire flight, from what I remember. You could you could have fire on the plane. They had a campfire in the back. (laughs) They lit one of the engines on
3: fire. I think.
5: It was an open air flight. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it wild when you see a
4: plane in an old movie or something? Not like a super old movie, but where the the plane is the roomiest fucking thing you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Like people have so much space. Oh,
0: it's wild. It's wild.
2: Do you know
4: why they have a lot
2: of space? Do you guys watch Hacks?
0: Yeah. I Mm -hmm. I haven't watched the new season yet. It's
2: so good. I love this show. It's so good. The tour bus they are on seems to be quite roomy. Now, my, some friends, Jenna and Al, who are frequently on the show and are going to be on, um, I believe they're on next week, actually. Um, they have, uh, they have an RV and the RV lifestyle has called to them. And my understanding is like, you can, like the RV is modular in a way. And you can like make a living room out of it. It gets wider. It gets narrower. So perhaps the Hacks tour bus can get bigger and smaller. But there are moments on this tour bus that I'm like, this seems way bigger than I think a tour bus should be. That being said, we have professional rock and rollers and professional comedians uh, on the show. Can tour buses get real big, guys?
0: Yes, they can. Yeah. When, okay. you're, when you're parked, like some buses have like a pop out in the front lounge oh. and it makes it like almost twice as big. And it's nice. it's great The pop out is from nice. outside. Yeah. You think it can't make oh. that much difference. Yeah. And somehow when
3: you're in there, it's insane.
0: Yeah, it's, it's huge. I, th-
4: I think it also depends on how many people are involved in the tour and a comedy tour. Not that many people. That's just more room that you get, you know. I love tour buses. I Are you? Do you guys them. tour on a bus when you do? When you do like the comedy Bang Bang, or if you do? No, like a- we. It's total planes, trains, automobiles, We're yeah. we're taking everything. Um, a bus is I I re- one of the things that I thought was unrealistic about that episode of Axe was the sleeping. First of all, <laughs> I understand if you if you're claustrophobic, of course, sleeping in one of those little uh, bunks is terrible. I loved it, and I think it makes me want to take an MRI to see if I enjoy it. <laughs> There's something about being in a little space like that, that is very reassuring to me. Like, like I liked it. it was some of the best sleep I ever had. It is very womb like, and like the swaying of the, of the bus on the, on the road is like, Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Mm, it's yeah. pitch black in there. You put tape over the little dumb fucking, uh, <laughs> DVD player or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, For her to, for Hannah Einbinder's character to be awakened by a bus slamming on its brakes is, that's impossible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like if a bus, (laughs) it takes so much for a bus to, to get to that point where you are being shaken forward from a, from a laying down position that you would hit your head is just like something bad would have happened. That wouldn't just be like, I, I stopped suddenly.
2: Right. (laughs) Wait, Tony, don't you like sleeping in those little cocoons too? Um,
0: I used to, now that I like don't do it regularly anymore, I have a harder time with it. But when Mm. I used to tour like pretty much nonstop, I got so used to it that I had trouble sleeping when I would come home. Like sleeping in a bed, wow. without, without that, like little, like vibration and the back, the hum of the bus and all that. That's right. Um, yeah, it, it was hard for me to sleep at home.
2: I am the ang- this this kind of anxious person who, as a young person, when I would be on like a school bus or in a minivan, if I was in the back and it was being driven by like a coach or a mom or, and I, by the way, I'm not a sports person. The so two genders. What do you say?
4: <laughs> the two genders, <laughs>
2: exactly. So I, I'm not a sports person, so I don't know why I was in scenarios where coaches were driving minivans, but I feel like I was a lot. Sure, it was always yeah. like some adult that I didn't know well driving a long vehicle, and I was in the back, and I mm-hmm. would just always be like, "What if something happens and this person can't drive well? Like, what if they suddenly lose the op- or they'd like? I feel like this happened a lot in my childhood, and I don't feel like it would happen that much nowadays, but like. They would park somewhere, leave the motor running and run in somewhere to get something. And I'd be like, what if the car rolls and I'm stuck in the back? Um, So I would, long story short, I should have put the point at the top. I'm already dispensing with my new rhetorical style. Um, Basically, not trust whoever was driving the vehicle. So I feel like I'd be the person in my little tour bus womb cocoon. Who's like? I can't sleep because what if the driver doesn't drive well?
4: Do you I ever know have that you fear? were a kid, right? You were a kid who was not driving yes. yourself, but Correct. you still were like this person doesn't seem like She's- they would be good at doing this.
2: Yes, no, I had I had to look alive in case I needed to run up <laughs> and and pull the emergency brake or su- or save you're everyone s- somehow. Honey, you're still oh. like this.
5: You're still <laughs> yes. like this. I am. Yes. Yeah. So you're I was a, a backseat kid.
2: driver at like age seven.
5: When, when when we're driving together or when I'm driving oh, and we're in we're in traffic and then the traffic ahead starts to slow down, it's like she's in a horror movie. It's like <laughs> <And> it's like <laughs> we're fine, just slowing down. I I had two years on a tour
3: bus where I slept like a baby, and one year where we had a really bad driver for a year or for like wow. the beginning of a tour and it ruined me yeah Mm. like this story so i had a we had a friend who was like he was like 19 and it was his first time out on the road he was doing merch oh god and they uh uh he gets up one night he told us this by the way like four years later we were all hanging out he's like hey did i ever tell you uh one night i went up to use the bathroom and i hear from the front from the front seat hey is somebody awake and and he's like yeah and the guy's like hey come here and um, he's like, hey, I got to use the bathroom. Just hop in really quick. 19 years old, this kid. I'll hold the wheel. You hop in. You drive. And I'll, I'll run to the bathroom and be right back. And you like when you're a kid, you're kind of like, I, okay, I guess this is. And he would like sat in the seat while the driver went to the bathroom and came back. I, he told us way later that this happened. But this same driver was like hitting rumble strips all the time and stuff. Insane. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after that, I could never sleep on a tour bus.
4: Yeah. I'm trying to imagine how they manage the handoff of the wheel. <laughs> I mean, you, I, I'm assuming there's like
3: and a cruise just control thing.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Right?
4: Pull over all day.
3: Piss in a mm-hmm. bottle. A thousand things. A piss thousand in a things bottle. That-
4: <laughs> they've invented these things for you weirdos who like to drive these things. <sighs> this is your whole thing. You love it. You love so a piss many in a bottle.
3: That aren't a teenager um waking yeah. up in the middle of the night <laughs> God. such a drag man yeah so yeah I, i'm <laughs> that's I'm, bad I'm, yeah i'm not i'm not i was not for it. i had a, i had a night where i woke up i remember I, I was having a dream that i was like being buried alive and i was like couldn't find i was like ceiling wall ground and i couldn't find the curtain and i eventually found the curtain and i stuck my head out and my friends saw me <laughs> <laughs> He said I looked at him like, oh, my God, like I was finally safe.
2: (laughs) Speaking of what we were just talking about. Going to the bathroom. If you're like me, you're always looking to make sustainable swaps throughout your home. Maybe something that's not wrapped in plastic, doesn't use any harmful chemicals, and hopefully doesn't involve chopping down any trees. Luckily, it seems like there are more and more alternatives every day that I love to use at home and can help keep our earth beautiful at the same time. And my new favorite sustainable swap is real paper. Real makes a sustainable toilet paper that uses fast-growing bamboo and is always shipped in plastic-free packaging, even down to the tape on the box. The great thing about bamboo is that it's a grass, and just like a lawn, it can be cut and regenerated without harming the plant or the soil, so they're able to harvest the same plant over and over instead of cutting down trees. This is certainly preferable to the usual plastic rack Wrapped teepee that comes from our old growth forests, the conventional stuff that contributes to deforestation and habitat loss, offer something that we use once and then flush down the toilet. Um, I love real paper. It is the perfect blend of strong, but also soft enough to use. Uh, we use it all the time oh, like and we're super happy with it. And then also you feel good about using it. Um, and they also make paper towels that are great as well. Real paper is so available in easy, hassle free subscriptions or for one time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door with free shipping in 100% recyclable plastic-free packaging. If you head to realpaper.com slash bestfriend and sign up for a subscription using my code bestfriend to check out, you'll automatically get 30% off your first order and free shipping. That's real paper. Now listen up because it's spelled a little differently than you might be expecting. P E R dot com slash best friend or enter promo code best friend to get 30% off your first order plus free shipping. Again, real paper, R E E L P A P E R dot com slash best friend. Enter promo code best friend to get 30% off your first order plus free shipping. So let's stop flushing our forests and give real's tree free paper a try. Zero trees, zero plastics, zero compromises with real. Okay. Okay.
4: Okay. Zero compromises.
2: I'm tired of compromising when it comes to my TP, S- Paul.
4: Me too. I make so many compromises. Look, what I'm trying to do is bipartisan toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Todd Cooper. <clears throat> yes, ma'am. A
2: fun fact. For- oh.
0: oh, wait. You- we never really wrapped up Paul's fun fact. So let me just go. Oh,
2: yeah. That's a fun yeah. fact.
0: All right. Thank there you. we go. Now we can move That's on. Good.
4: That is to the tune of Living Spaces, right? Yes, exactly. Jackie Johnson singing. Yes. I didn't know it was Jackie. That's great. (laughs) Jackie Johnson, the most Texas person I've ever met. She really is. (laughs) She described herself. I
3: I think she always does. It's like your crazy aunt or something. Yes,
2: your kooky southern aunt.
3: Oh, God. She's so funny. She's,
4: She's been sure. pregnant for three years. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that wild?
3: <laughs> She's been talking about it like since she found out, I think. She was just like, caution to the wind, like, yep, let's go. <laughs> I love it. She's the best. Um, I haven't seen her in a minute. Um, so I had like a game uh, out of it, but Paul is here. There's no reason for a Todd Cooper game. Let's what, do... Uh,
2: <laughs> what does that mean? I think Paul would enjoy a game. We I want, want to play us. the game. Yeah, yeah, we want a game.
3: All right. I'll do a quick one of We them. want a game. We, we want, a want a game. game. Are you playing games game. on
2: your other podcast that you're doing simultaneously?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what... I don't want to... I don't want to use them all here because I got other stuff. <laughs> <second>. um, <laughs> okay. So, um, let's see. I'll do... Um, uh, 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 okay, I'll just do this one as fast. Um I was in a cover band in college. And the question I have for you is what was the cover band I. Thank you. (laughs) Who wants to be a bandanaire? Uh, Was it Fleetwood?
4: (laughs) Sorry. Oh, multiple choice. Great. Yeah, yeah multiple choice I'm sorry what's was the it, question what are we doing the, the question was, I was just going to guess DC talk but I'm glad that <laughs> there's options <laughs> oh I am a
3: Jesus freak Um, so it, it, uh, in college I was in a cover band uh, was it a a Fleetwood Mac cover band B Bon Jovi cover band or C Huey Lewis cover band yeah, Paul I'm buzzing it
4: <laughs> <laughs> Paul go <laughs> uh, C Huey Lewis oh Anybody else want to
3: guess? I'm gonna
0: go. I'm gonna go oh, wow.
4: Bon Jovi.
2: <laughs> I'm also gonna guess Bon
4: Jovi.
5: Well, see, I was gonna, I was gonna guess Huey Lewis, but uh, not anymore. Well, you
4: saw that reaction? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, that I'm should be, be a one. One. more <laughs> game <laughs> shows should have that. Is yeah, that what I did did What is the Byzantine Empire? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no way you were in a Huey Lewis cover band, and I wouldn't have known this by now. That, that's oh, true. Yeah. Okay.
3: Well, well, I what I was intending to do was try to figure out how to move forward. I was like, oh, do I let other people guess? It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a shrug off of your guess, Paul. Um, <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, oh, now what? How does this game work that I wrote? Um, it, uh, it was Bon Jovi, uh, Yay. in, in the, uh, cafeteria during exams week, a friend of mine was like, Hey, we should do a Bon Jovi band. And I was like, yeah, we absolutely should. We have nothing but time. And we <laughs> learned five Bon Jovi songs, two of us ever having played an instrument. And then we told people Bon Jovi was playing at our house, not like not like a cover band name, like "Hey, Slippery When Wet." Bon is Jovi
4: was playing at our house. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone
3: knew it was like us doing it, but we just were like, "Sorry, it's Bon Jovi. You're going to see Bon Jovi at our house." That I was Bon Jovi, but classic dumb Todd Cooper could not remember all the words, but my <laughs> smart friend could, so he was my brother Theodore Bon Jovi, Then he would <laughs> sing the lyrics when I forgot <laughs> them. <that. laughs>
4: Did he know, I mean, how would he just jump in very quickly or was it like, (laughs) I don't remember this part. Would you give him a signal like uh, coming up? I don't know. He did the heavy lifting. I was mostly just front manning it and cheerleading. You would start off each song, and then he would just take over. Like you would get out, Johnny, you the work on the doctor! and then he would just sing the rest of the song. Yeah,
2: You're like where was he standing in relation to you? It
4: would just be like, uh, oh, we were
3: just right next to each other the whole time. And then like, uh, uh, you know, essentially the choruses, I'd just be like, hon, 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 hold on, like I knew, I knew, I knew that stuff.
4: <laughs> I'm more of a chorus man myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was very dumb and uh it was a lot of fun. What did you call yourself? fun fact.
3: <laughs> just Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's bon a bold move for a cover band.
0: Did, yeah, you, it, <laughs> did you spell it different or anything? Not at all. No. It, we just
3: told people Bon Jovi was playing. Um and <laughs> it was just it was the dumbest. Did anyone
2: we... think they were coming to see Bon Jovi? No, no. Okay. They
3: knew they knew that they that we did not have that kind of pull. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Kind of booking, we didn't book.
2: power.
3: booking power that's the right word
4: i heard a story on another podcast called three bean salad that i just uh have been getting into um where uh, a guy they one of the guys told a story about seeing a santana cover band in the in like an odd it was an, an odd place where you were like maybe this actually is Santana. This could be Santana. <laughs> like the size of the place was like, obviously Santana would be playing a huge venue, even and this is an, a, a, a UK podcast. So even in England, it would be like, they'd be playing at a big place. But it was also like, I don't really know. <laughs> I couldn't identify other than Santana. Maybe I could not tell you what any of these people's names right. are <laughs> or what their faces look like. Yep. So if a guy does like a convincing, Santana look, you could you could easily say like no,
5: it's, I saw Santana. And yep, Santana so really true. is just hair and a mustache. Yeah, I mean. exactly. And and sunglasses, and a, like, more yeah. of a vibe. D- did the you, vibe. you know exactly. more of a vibe?
3: And Rob Thomas in there Norwalk, sometimes. there's an yeah. like outdoor drive-in or whatever theater, and every time I drive by it, it's like there's some cover band playing. It's like a Led Zeppelin cover mm. band, and I, I, I yeah. like an Iron Maiden. There's a female that, the Iron Maidens, I think they're called. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, I know. Like off the highway, there's that big sign. Is that what you're talking? Yeah, I yep, know exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: but like, it seems like a big venue. Like, it seems like a lot of people go. Yeah, isn't it like a
0: swap meet or something yeah, right that there? Isn't that be. what it is? Yeah, yeah. At the same time,
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll Why buy that dresser. I love this song. <laughs> Come cover see bands the, the kind of- Piano
5: Men and the Swap Meet. <laughs> I mean, cover bands are kind of the swap meet of bands, though.
4: True. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> now this brings me to uh one of my favorite secondhand stories this is not a story that i experienced but uh my uh my uh departed friend the late big daddy graham um a comedian from philadelphia one time was on the road he sees a roadhouse uh that is advertising uh tonight only fog hat so he's like sure i'll go and it's maybe One guy who was in Foghat and then a bunch of other people. This guy, I guess, I guess it was the guy who was allowed to call (laughs) this band Foghat. Yeah. (laughs) And so the place is packed, and it's a straight up roadhouse. It's like truckers and shit like that. It is, it is packed with people. The band comes out on stage. Uh, they start with uh uh smoke on the water, right? Mm, Um, slow ride. Slow ride. Who was smoke on the water? That's. Deep Purple? Yeah, I think Deep Purple. Yeah. I it's think. Not, this is not a Deep Purple story. I apologize. <laughs> so they start with Slow Ride. A huge fucking guy, tr- by a trucker in the back, standing like a head over everyone else. Like the third note, this guy points at the stage. and goes, that ain't fucking fog hat. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> and. <laughs>
5: This guy was and, duped. And now our country is nothing but that guy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
3: I don't know if that's a Steve Agee story, but I want to hear. I feel like it could come out of his. That sounds like a Steve Agee story
4: to me. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's cast him as the guy in the story. <laughs> <laughs> you just think, anyone's using the fuck word, uh, Steve Agee <laughs> nails that. <laughs>
2: I think it might be time for a segment we haven't done in a little while. This is called Yes, Please or Oh, Please. Now, this is where I bring up something controversial. People get canceled from this segment. We're not looking for diplomacy. We're not looking for middle of the road takes. This is hot takes. Mm -hmm. This is where we're just going to step into the fray and talk about the hot issues affecting America right now. And if you get canceled, if you lose your following because you called it like you see it, so be it. We can't just ignore the important things, okay? What,
0: what happened to the thing you were going to do where you just, like, get right to the point?
2: That was it. No.
4: <laughs> this uh, this is fair, though, because it was a warning, which I think can be as long as it needs to be. Thank you. Mm. You're welcome. Didn't know Paul but look, I, no, matter, no matter, well, hey, No matter what happens, I don't care because I love my haters. I love them. I love my haters. Haters
2: going to hate. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They just make me stronger. Um, I've, I've got four things I'm choosing between. I'm just trying to figure out which would be best for this crowd right here. Well,
0: just take these eight seconds to think about it. Okay. It, yes,
1: please. Uh-oh. Give me some that. Oh, oh,
0: please. That's much crap.
1: Or I think out loud
2: for a minute. I mean, one of them, I already know what, what couple a couple
4: people's answers
0: will be. <laughs>
4: what a silence followed that jingle!
0: I gave you eight seconds. What more do you need?
2: I know. All right. I mean, so- God. All right. I'm just gonna go with my gut on this one. I okay. need to know how everyone feels about peanut butter cookies.
0: Yes, please. Tony, why? Go. Because they're delicious. Done. Next. (laughs) Wow. Wow.
5: He's ready to go on
0: tour. I mean, yeah. uh, Peanut butter. Yeah. Give me peanut butter.
2: (laughs) I am ready. There's nothing else to say. For real. I have something to say. Now, it is unhostly of me to jump in. So if anyone else is ready to go, I'll let them go first, but I'll I go. I'll okay, go. Okay, Paul, I'll go.
4: Uh, you know what? Yes, please. Tony put it very well cuz initially I was like, "Ah, eh, peanut butter cookies aren't that great." And then when Tony said it's peanut butter, I was like, "It is peanut butter." And <laughs> yeah. I like peanut butter. He yes, was right about that. Yes, please. It's I prob- will have the peanut butter cookie. It's Wait, it's not do necessarily I mean peanut
2: like- cookies. What are they called? Peanut,
4: peanut butter cookie cookies. Butter.
2: <laughs> They're called peanut butter cookies, right? <laughs>
0: Do you mean mean the ones that
2: have like the fork marks in them? Yes. Yeah. 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 They're called peanut butter cookies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm
0: not claiming they're like. I don't think they're gonna be like my first, my absolute first choice. But that's what I was thinking. But yeah, Yeah. I'll take
4: a peanut butter. I'm not gonna say no. (laughs) But I will say this, and maybe maybe this is Allison, where there's maybe a little bit of uh uh, edge in this. Sometimes people put like there's pieces of peanut in there, right?
2: Yeah. Often. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh -uh. (laughs) I will agree with that also if I wanted a peanut I need a peanut I want a peanut butter cookie right
2: (laughs) I think there's often peanut bits in them
5: yes yeah I'm okay with that I hated them as a kid yeah I hated peanut butter cookie would avoid them now you know what also is nice is a peanut butter cookie with chocolate chips
1: yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, well, I mean, mean, there you just, go.
5: That changes the
2: equation a little bit. That's the concept. if you well, can
4: do that, do yeah, it. Why do would you it. not be putting chocolate chips in a peanut butter cookie? Exactly. We've I, I we've established t- that these are two great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, at at this point,
5: isn't it just one great taste? <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's I become mean, its own thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I oh, that's the rebrand for (laughs) Reese's—the one great taste.
2: (laughs) I'm realizing I should have done oatmeal raisin cookies. Those are the true, Uh,
3: more
5: controversial,
3: Uh, controversial cookie. Todd, did you? Are you? I love a peanut butter cookie. In fact, I seek them out. If I see a plate of cookies and you see see that that hatch mark, somebody went in there with a fork and let you know that's peanut butter. Take it easy. That's my first guy I
4: go for. Outlier. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't care at all. You're like Do throwing I? other cookies aside. <laughs> Get out of here, chocolate. More ship. like chocolate chump.
3: <laughs> well, I'm not a chocolate guy. I like. I'm such a sugar free. I love candy. And, uh, still as a grown up, but uh, man, oh man, peanut butter cookie all day long. I love it. All right.
2: Well, this is not going to surprise anyone. I'm a yeah. real classic. Oh, police. <laughs> it has got to be one of my least favorite cookies. I do not like a peanut butter cookie. If it is probably the last cookie I would go for on a tray
0: of
4: cookies. Over
0: the fucking oatmeal raisin bullshit. Right. I enjoy oatmeal raisin oh, bullshit. The worst. The worst. What,
4: what is this? Little House on the Prairie?
0: <laughs> is there is there anything worse than grabbing a cookie that you think is a chocolate chip cookie? And it's an oatmeal raisin cookie. The, yes, the only, uh, the cookie only thing
4: worse, think, Tony, the only thing I could think of that's worse is when you're a kid and you think Baker's chocolate is regular chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you take a bite of that and you're like, what the fuck? Who the did this to day. me? <laughs> the Tony, if day.
2: I went for like a sugar cookie and it turned out to be peanut butter I'd be like, oh, okay. So that being said, do you like said, peanut butter in general? N- I don't hate it. And I also don't hate. Okay. This is where I, mm. look, I should be thrown off my own show. I don't mm. hate a peanut butter cookie, but I don't like it. And I'm, I don't want it. It's not, I, it doesn't, I, I like, I'll put all the other cookies ahead of it. If someone hands me one though, I'm not going to be like, Punching them or something like I, you know, I will eat it. I just I don't care for it very much.
4: You're saying here's correct me if I'm wrong. Here's what I think you're saying is that it shouldn't even be an option because it muddies the cookie waters. If if you're adding a peanut butter cookie in there, that means potentially I'm going to get that cookie. It should not even be a thing so that it gets me closer to getting the cookies that I do like. There yes. should only be these options, etc.
2: That's what I'm saying. However, and this is where I get that it's a little confusing. If I want a cookie and my choice is no cookie or peanut butter cookie, I still would probably, if I have enough to drink, and I'm not talking about alcohol, I'm talking about not having like a dry peanut butter cookie mouth. I'm, I, if like, as long as there's a beverage near me, I still would probably <laughs> accept the peanut butter cookie, but I wouldn't be happy about it.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. I've bought one out
4: of a case at a bakery. I've chosen. it. I said, "Point Boy, it. Y- y- and y- give y- me that."
2: I one. know. I think that I am the weird one here.
4: And then, like, the balloons fell and there was like confetti and stuff. <laughs> People were mad at me. I, I, you're I've the first been... one. No,
2: no, Todd, you're you're more normal. I'm unusual. I like an oatmeal raisin cookie. I know it's un it's
0: unusual.
5: So, how do we feel about peanut butter ice cream? Oh,
1: I love
0: mm-hmm. it. I mean, love I'll still it. I'll, I'll, it's yeah, I, it's, it's still really good. good. Not Again, yeah. not going to be my first choice, but I'm certainly not going to turn it down. I feel, I'll tell not you what, I kick it out of bed. The, the Jenny's good. with, the, with yes. the peanut butter
4: with the dark chocolate flex in it? Yes. That's some good
5: ice cream. Mm. Yes. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Allison, uh, how do you feel about it, though?
2: Well, I think I had a few bites of it when we had it, and I, I must admit it was surprisingly good.
5: Okay, then. A <laughs> butter? <laughs>
4: Let's really break butter this butter? down. How do you feel about peanuts, and how do you feel about butter?: Oh yeah.
2: Oh finally I don't now, where really where does it like break peanuts. down for
5: you? <laughs> is it with the peanuts or the butter?
2: <laughs> the problem is that the peanuts butter is fine. <laughs> It's, But okay. peanut butter, no, I'm not into really. I actually I've never really wanted a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh. <gasps> Sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm actually this not a it. peanut butter and jelly person either. I, I would I'll do a peanut butter sandwich, but uh, yeah, I don't want I don't I don't care for the jelly peanut butter sandwich bites. That's just too much like a guy in a cartoon. You know what I mean? Well, I yes. don't. Well, that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not. I not i could not tell like you the that. last time I made one, but uh, as oh, when sure. I was a kid. Yeah.
4: My dad. I talked about this recently. My dad used to put butter on his peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Whoa! So it'd be peanut butter, butter, and jelly.
5: That's wow. probably really good.
4: I guys, bet it is. I've never, I don't yeah. know why I've never tried it. It yeah, just it was seemed a real like butternut. Too, even as a kid, that seemed like too much. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you would barely
2: taste it. It would just add a more greasy mouthfeel to it.
4: He liked a greasy mouthfeel.
2: <laughs> that's, that's what I heard.
4: <laughs> you knew that yeah. about your dad. My dad, yeah. He never, it was the one thing he ever would talk about at length. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> not enough grease in there. Can you put more yeah. grease in here? just go back ladle it out of the pan he loved grease
5: (laughs) how's the mouth feel on that greasy
4: (laughs) we're not Uh, a big toast
5: more oily or greasy you're not a big toast house
2: well we have what i was gonna say is we haven't been i think by the way
5: not by choice
2: no yeah no because i had a real like uh we didn't. Ha- we didn't the have a toaster. And we also didn't my toaster. <laughs> we didn't have a toaster, and we also didn't uh, didn't buy bread. But now that we have children, we have both toaster and bread. And there's been a lot sure. of toast happening in the morning. Yeah. There's really few better smells than toast in the morning.
4: Mm-hmm. So right. good. Really so up good. there. When you were a kid, and you figured out that cinnamon toast was a thing that you could make. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a game changer. That was a game I've been
2: changer. making that for Elliot, and he's very into it. Yeah. So yeah. good. I haven't I think told it should-
4: Sam yet. She'll lose her mind.
2: Oh, yeah. It's so easy, anybody. too.
3: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Yeah.
4: Todd, we'll who to does do Sam like more these days? You or Sarah? Sarah all day <laughs> long. <laughs> she has, like, she had, like, a couple
3: times where she was, like, really into dad and, like, oh, man, defaults to mom.
4: Do you think she likes Sarah more because they're the same height? <laughs> <laughs>
3: She's, like like, Sarah, when Sarah, like, travels and stuff. It's mm-hmm. it, like she comes home and it's like a special thing. It, oh. it, like I'm the bozo who's always there. She's like, get out of here! Give me that lady. So, <laughs> 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 wait, yeah, how sh- how
4: short is Sarah? <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> she's like, she's like, she's like five six or seven.
4: No, really? Is she taller than that? She's taller than that, right? What's I'm so, five I mean, nine. Sounds... She's not two inches shorter than me. I don't know. I don't she's think of her as like lady. especially yeah.
0: tiny, though. She's not. T- she's not like. Like you'd trip over her. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I, yes, I do know what you mean. But she's a, she's a petite
4: lady. She little.
0: Yeah. She yeah. little. She little. She must be 5'4 or
4: something, right? <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah, I think she's about the same height as, as my wife, Janie. Are they the same, same height? height? Huh. Yeah, well, they're standing back to back all the time.
5: <laughs> and I'm like, you can't I be get it. No you guys are the same height. Uh, Paul, do you still have the measuring thing on the wall? Uh, it's With like it's marks. like a
4: groove in the in the wall now it's like yeah. we've
5: measured this a thousand times yeah we're gonna start
3: shrinking
4: soon you're this is done be growing that's not for years
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's say hello and welcome and thank you to the new patrons Hello and welcome to Melissa, who's at the texting level. Oh, boy. And then also Chris Klonicky, who I feel, that's one of Daniel's friends. He was brought in by the promise of Daniel's emotional nudity, I suspect. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Uh, reminder, sign up for a year. Get two months free. That's a good deal. That's right. Uh, Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Oh, boy. Looking at the time. I think we should close out. With a just me or everyone from Todd and adjust me. Sometimes I wonder, <laughs> all, something I have thought or done is it just
1: me
4: or everyone. There's, well so many, there's so many. more jingles since the last time I did this show. Perhaps <laughs> <Yes, it's Jingle laughs> also
2: one from Paul. Well, see that's the thing. You were on the Monday show. Yeah. The Thursday show is jingles and maybe a guest <laughs> or five. It's mostly jingles. It's not I mostly know, jingles. I, so I enjoy just, the
4: jingles, by the way. I just want to. Uh, I want to make that clear. I do enjoy you. the
5: jingles. Thank the, you. The guy in the straw hat likes jingles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> I, <laughs> I appreciate that. It really, it really makes sense, doesn't it? Yes, it's all coming together.
2: <laughs> Todd, do you have
3: it just me or everyone? I do. Um, when I think of something embarrassing, if I like'm like reliving it in my head. I find I don't even realize it's happening, but I find myself either like talking or singing or something. And I think it's just my body trying to break me away out of the shame of my embarrassment that I'm so, reliving in my own head. So I'll just be sitting in the house. If you were to see me, I'd be like this thinking and then I'd be like, OK, all right. OK, OK. And then I'm like, oh, I'm talking. I'm talking. <laughs> 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 oh, just so interesting. <laughs>
4: I feel like that's not I can't say I have never done that and that I never do that I don't know it's weird the things that I find myself saying out loud when I'm alone are very strange (laughs) where it's like it's like it happens and then I'm like why did I say that out loud no one's here
5: I I never realized how much I talked to myself until I started driving the kids to school in the morning Mm -hmm. and they're in the back seat, of course, and every now and then, you know, Ju- uh, Julian, uh, Elliot will go, "Um, what? What did you say?" And I'll have to go. You know, did I say something? And realize, oh, I was just talking to myself, and my son is extremely confused about why and what is happening up there. So, uh, this well, is he should good. be
4: on guard for when he needs to grab the emergency brake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: Son, can you uh, just hold on to the? Yeah.
2: You good. never know when someone could have something could take someone out and they That's could lose true. their ability to drive while they're driving.
5: Very
4: true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Todd, I don't do that. I, uh, for a second I thought this was gonna go
4: <laughs> And it's weird. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well no, I'm going somewhere weirder with it. I thought this was gonna was gonna go where I what with what I do, which is going to make people uncomfortable, when I think of something embarrassing in my head, like very embarrassing. I, there's two things. I, I have a mental picture of either like, <laughs> like whacking myself, like taking the the palm of my hand and like just beating my head with it <laughs> um, or like curling up, like tucking my head under and basically like, I wish I could just climb up my own butthole. I just want to like make my body so tiny. I'm so embarrassed. Anyone else?
1: No? Okay. That's very specific.
4: I can't say I've experienced that. It is annoying though when I was a big I used to be a big ruminator and like it would be lying in bed and thinking of various scenarios, things that did happen, things that I wanted to happen, things that should have happened, whatever. And so now every once in a while when I when that happens, when I I catch myself doing it, because it's been it's it's been like a thing that it was a problem that I addressed and figured Mm -hmm. out how to not do it so much anymore. Every once in a while, if it happens, I'm like this again. (laughs) Like, I can't believe I can't believe I got as far into whatever it was. (laughs) <laughs> to where I was like, what? I've been thinking about this for fucking t- 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 seven minutes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> why? Wait, I how think did you able to
3: stop? Yeah. yeah,
4: same question. Well, it was like when I started when I started going to therapy a million years ago, and I started to figure out what my issues were. Um, the things that I used to worry about were not things that not so much things that I worried about anymore. Like it's not like I didn't have problems anymore, but I didn't I didn't have those emotional like. Well, I'm gonna say this, and then she'll say that, and then I'll say this. Like that stuff went away. Like I stopped doing that. Um, So now, when I do, every once in a while, think of like a thing that happened like so long ago, and like I should have said this. I'm like, who the? Those people might not even be alive anymore. (laughs) Like, why am I thinking about this?
2: Does that ever bring you comfort, though? That thought, because there's a real like immediate.
4: Yes, immediate. Wait, which part? before i enter this is the so dark. this is
2: so dark i can't believe i'm admitting this this is so dark i should not admit this i will think about something like unpleasant from a thousand years ago and then i'll be mm-hmm. like i don't even know if they're alive anymore and then i'm like okay that's uh, and then i feel relief over the idea that like these people might not be walking the earth anymore and then i feel extreme guilt over that and then i just like cleanse myself of that whole thought it happens very I- fast
4: Mm. I have I know wow. I know the I know the the um, the the uh, the the quickness of that chain of events I have not had that specific thought but I do know that idea of like in such rapid succession yeah. you have this mm. very complex <laughs> examination yeah. of something
5: and then it's yeah. over and it's and yeah. it feels good after it's over do you yeah. I've I've had the experience of thinking of something really embarrassing from my past and realizing that the other party has passed away and feeling relief <laughs>
2: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that they, what I just said. It yeah.
5: Yeah. It doesn't count anymore. Yeah. No, it doesn't. There's no more the witnesses. The ledgers There's white. No witnesses. Yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Man, the word, just the term ruminating... I've never mm-hmm. heard it called that. Like, of, I know the word, of course, but oh, like, you're well, in it. <laughs> am I saying? <laughs> just, just just having that kind of descriptor is really helpful to think about it that way. Because that is what I Fucking do. Fucking the-
5: chewing your own cud.
3: <laughs> oh, man, I love it. I find like I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, what if this happened and I don't sleep for an hour? Like, just yeah. thinking of what if? It, what's what's yeah, yeah, why? Yeah. Unhelpful. Yeah. Terrible.
2: Speaking of talking out loud, uh, there was this video. So Elliot w- was very, very young. So I was like in the, in the, uh, brand new mom. And I, kept this is when this you th- could talk
4: to yourself with abandon.
2: Yes. I you did could do it anytime thing- you want <laughs> I took a video where I thought I took a video, but it was the thing where like, I thought I turned the video off and then put my phone to the side, but it actually, that was when I had turned on, like, actually I had turned it on and then put my yeah. phone to the side. So I found a video of, it was just a recording of me changing his diaper oh, yeah. and i said okay like 45 times like okay <laughs> okay 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 and it was like it was like i was saying it to myself it was just this like nervous tick of like me almost like trying to reassure myself that like i could do this but it's i had no me- idea i said it so often
4: is it like you were saying it as you were completing parts of the process?
2: Kind of, yeah.
4: Okay. Okay. I get.
2: I get that. Yeah. Okay. Especially, hey, and- especially
4: yeah. like if you are for me anyway. I've never. I've never. I don't think I've ever changed a diaper. Um. And I think if I was a new parent, it would be nerve wracking to feel like oh, I I have to make sure that I do this right because mm-hmm. something bad could happen.
2: And they also advise <laughs> you to talk to the baby a lot. And at the beginning, mm. for me at least, that felt weird. Like, okay, you know, they talk through the process. Like, okay, we're going to put you on the changing table, and now we're going right. to take off the little dirty I diaper, think- and now we're going to and like I remember feeling very strange doing that. That at the beginning,
5: you were probably talking to Elliot too. Like when you're saying, "Okay,"
2: I think I was. You were like to I, the baby,
5: you yeah. Know, you're like, "Okay, it's okay." Like, you
2: know, yes. But I remember it. Being, it really did sound more like I was talking. Yes, I was talking to him, but it sounded no. More when like I said I was the baby,
5: to when I said the baby, I meant you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so much. All right. <laughs> early times with the baby, like you're just trying to get, like you're in that state of like, okay, this is gonna happen, then this is gonna happen, then that. Yeah. You're just survival mode, and yes. you're kind of just checking off the list, and you, and it just gets more granular. So like, okay, uh-huh. the the main phase here is diaper change. Got it. Okay. First step, you're just and I feel like so much of that time is just like okay, I check that off. Now what? Okay, now feed. Okay, got it. Now right. And getting through that time, it's like kind of nice to just be able to check things off a list. Yes. To survive.
2: Right. It's not. It's it's funny because when Owen came along, it did feel a bit like second nature, and I was happy that I had sort of a muscle memory for it. But with Elliot, it was everything was difficult to try to yeah. figure out the order of things. And it, yep. it did, it did, it was not, it didn't come naturally for me at least. Um. Uh, what am I? Su- oh yes. Okay. Um, but <laughs> I got, I got stuck in well, but some parts of it did come naturally anyway. <laughs> Paul, do you have it just me or everyone?
4: Oh, I sure do. Wonderful. Is it just me or are we very much in the in the in the momentum, the unstoppable momentum of the other side of peak TV? I feel like oh. TV mm-hmm. what you got so good and now it's getting bad again. Interesting. <laughs> now we have hmm. there's all these um uh true crime docus not docu series but uh dram- dramatized versions of podcasts and shit like that that are seven episodes when they should have been ninety minutes mm-hmm. you have things like the um uh the uh uh the carol baskin joe uh fucking whatever. The Tiger King, then they, so much later, they did a dramatized version of that, like, no one wants this. We're all embarrassed that we watched Tiger King (laughs) and we want to pretend that it didn't happen. No one wants to see this. You have this Angeline miniseries, and no, look, no no offense to anyone who worked on it, I'm sure I know somebody who was involved in that project in some way, but like, who is it for? Who is that for? When I think of, like, people in other parts of the country much less the world like watching this documentary about this local celebrity that who is not interesting
5: (laughs) i know who is the guy who is the guy that would drive the cars around the actor? dennis woodruff dennis woodruff yes that's let's do that mine is i'm sure
4: they're working on it like why not (laughs) but it's like I, i i feel like we're in this weird desperate time of television where everybody's like, this, this, the staircase, let's go back 20 years and grab this story. Like it's crazy. And and stuff is not good. Like there's, there's still some really good stuff, but there's a bunch of other stuff. That's like, man, this did not need to be made. This is not, this is not worth it. It's not worth the time that went into this. Um, Just me. (laughs) I hadn't thought of it that way. (laughs) that's i brought my own stuff so that's how i end my little thing is i blow my train whistle
2: i love that um i hadn't thought of it that way but i'm not going to disagree with you i'm going to agree with you uh here's something so my friend who i take a lot of television uh watching advice from Except that Warren love- Littlefield,
4: you can say it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love Severance she and she hasn't watched Severance yet. But anyway, um, she Sever-
4: I love Severance, too, by the way. I want to so get that on the she record. Asked, yeah. She asked.
2: She re- did recommend. She, I don't she hadn't. She'd only watched like the first three episodes of The Staircase, but she recommended that she, she was. She thought it was pretty good. But she was asked me, like, are you familiar with it or have you seen it? And she said, and I hadn't. She's like, don't look it up because it's based on like a very famous case. Um, There's a twist to it. And like, once you look it up, it'll, you know, spoil it. You'll, you know, like you've probably heard about it, blah, blah, blah. Um, I watched the first episode and because I have no patience, I'm like, I can't take it. And so I looked it up, (laughs) spoiled the whole thing for myself. She did this with like
5: Twin Peaks, too. This is what she does. It's like first episode, (laughs) looks it up. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I watched a lot of Twin oh, Peaks first. before I spoiled that it's for like myself. And I with Twin Peaks, it was a mistake. With the, the original staircase, it actually, series? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. With Twin Peaks, I regret that I did that. But with the staircase, though, I am still enjoying it, even though I have already sort of read about the outcome. That Here's the thing, yeah. though. I looked it up, and I'm like, actually, somehow, I never heard about this case. I don't know mm-hmm. how yeah. it eluded me. Were you totally familiar with the case before this latest series? This latest retelling. Oh yeah, I of
4: it? I watched the um the original uh docu series. Okay. Um back back when it was new, and we, I, know, I would I watch it, it with friends. It was it was when I lived in uh New York for a year, and um it had it had come out maybe the year before or something, and so we would get together and watch it, and then when the new one came out, we like we sort of watched it long distance together, and. I thought it was um really fascinating and really well done and watching the the HBO one I'm like I don't this is not nearly as compelling as the mm-hmm. real case and I also think they're making Colin Firth is making this guy less of a weirdo <laughs> in yeah. in this than when you see the real guy it's like this guy's out of his like of course he killed this woman mm-hmm.
2: you can tell just from looking uh, at yeah. pictures I said to Daniel I'm like look up the real guy. Colin Firth yeah. looks is so much more likable looking. And Colin Firth is doing like a very uncharismatic portrayal of him. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's However, taking it down. There's yeah. something in just the still photos of the actual guy where I'm like, there's something going on there. Yeah.
5: I was like, I was like um, watching the show. I hadn't watched the documentary. I was like, I have a problem here. Cause the, mo- there doesn't seem to be a strong motive. I don't know that I believe he did it. And then I looked up a picture of him and I'm like, I I guess there doesn't need to be a motive. (laughs) I see. I get it. He did it. He's weird looking.
4: Most murder cases. Sure, there's a motive. This one, I would buy that there was none. So wait,
2: Paul, you from watching the original, you are not questioning his guilt.
4: Uh, No, I do not question his guilt. He's, he's He's an extremely histrionic person. I don't know if he killed her because... He had something that he wanted to hide, which is what they tried to say. I think that maybe he didn't want to be married to this person anymore, and he also had a previous wife who died right yeah. from falling down the stairs. You um, can't get past that. Okay, because we talked the agent- about lightning striking. There's no, the yeah, place. Not and the fact that he times. like didn't mention it so early, like he did not that that right. if that happened, the That's right. first fucking thing yeah. you would say to your defense team is <laughs> yeah. now. By the way, what's important
5: for you to know? (laughs) Right, because the HBO
2: documentary to the point that we are in it is is definitely raising a lot of questions about.
5: They're keeping it vague, and the other thing is like the broken cartilage in her neck, like Mm. the fact that that that's like you got to answer for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's here's here's what to me is the bummer about the
4: HBO one. Is that because it is dramatized, dramatized, dramatized. What
5: the dramatized. fuck? Dramatized.
2: A dramatization. Dramatization, right? Yeah. yeah. Dramatization,
5: dramatized. Yeah. Dramatizationized.
4: There's a different word. What dramatized. Is it? <laughs> it can't be that. It's got to <laughs> yeah. be something else. Dramatized. Fictionalized, right? whatever. Dramatized. Bec- because it's dramatized. Um, uh, they, and there's three different uh, theories as to how she died. They play out. All three theories with Tony Collette enacting this death. And it's a bummer. It's a fucking bummer. It's hard to watch. Especially after the second one, you're like, oh, there's going to be a third
5: one. I can't believe this. Maybe even a fourth one. I have no idea where they're going to go with this. The third one
4: with
2: the
5: owl? Yeah. You know what's crazy is in the behind the scenes, they show they did it all uh, like everything's green screen. Green screen, yeah. So they had a stairway, but it was all green. So all of the texture of the house was computer. Like what? Why? Wow. Why wow. not just why do a green screen? I'm so glad if you were gonna
3: that's... do a sketch about that, like like it would be like, and they were like backs like behind the scenes. That's what it would be. They would have built stairs on a green screen, <laughs> and it would have been funny. The idea yeah. that you wouldn't just be at a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have to say, I, I like thinking about this this whole concept like of TV getting bad. It's like. This this thing it, it, I've been thinking about this too, Paul. There's this thing of like risk that happened when um, it, things moved from the big studios to like Netflix to like on like to the digital platforms. And yeah. when it was happening, the only way that the small guys could succeed was to take risks. They didn't have the money to like buy old properties, so they would yeah. just like go like I don't know um, uh, what's the the prison one with the women. Uh, 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 uh. Orange is the Orange, New Black. Orange is the New Black. Black. The Orange is the New Black. I win? I, I said it too. I said it too. Allison, Orange is the on. New Black. Todd, but, yeah.
5: We all knew it. Go on. But
3: uh, like, that was like, no one had seen that show. It, no one had seen anything like it. And they were like, take a risk. And it lands them somewhere. And it's a series of risks that like reward, risk, reward. And, uh, and the same even with like AMC trying to survive with like Breaking Bad, right? Like trying mm-hmm. to fi- figure out how to keep people around. And now that everything's shifted to Netflix, Netflix is like, we don't have the we don't have the money somehow to like go with risk anymore. They have mm. to prove it. Everything has to be
4: proven. So they well, yeah. by Old crap. That's the land. Even even Arches of the New Black was based on a book. Ah, uh, right. Fuck. <laughs> I.
3: What did books. I say, Huey Lewis again? It. <laughs> um,
5: <laughs> it also feels like the metric is off. Like it doesn't have to be as good. Like it has yeah. to be good enough. It has to be yeah, good yeah, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with Netflix, where they're they're not gonna they're not gonna uh, renew anything past like three seasons. Yeah, like, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. It's right. It's everything is just. Kind, it feels like it's like uh, it needed to be worked and, on a little more. And now, yeah. like mini series are back,
4: and so there you can get like a big star for a finite amount of time mm-hmm. to do like a six episode thing or whatever. But it's also th- it's such diminishing returns, like when you look at like the hbo stuff like the undoing or whatever that just wasn't that good like right. even with with na- big name people in it it was just like you know what i mean like th- their yeah. their fame did not help that become a better project i mean i'm yeah. sure it got more people to watch it but i think people are now getting They're starting to get a little more wary about these things. It's like, yeah, I know there's famous people in it, but I got burned (laughs) before. You made me watch some stuff that wasn't that good just because famous people were in it. They're in everything now. Famous people are in everything.
3: They're in
5: podcasting. It's hard. It's got to be hard for a creator, like if you're a creator doing a show, you have to cast a Cole Kidman.
4: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and it's like if it's on on HBO, you got to get a Cole Kidman.
5: You know, yeah.
4: (laughs)
3: Apple seems to be taking some risks. Yeah. Like but I mean but for how long until they're established enough that people all sign up and then they can yeah. bail it. Mm-hmm. I'm no, sorry, Todd. Could you too. get
0: further back from your computer?
3: I'm in a <laughs> I know I'm in a rocking chair and it really gives
4: me range of motion for this <laughs> podcast. And I'm handheld. <laughs> it will be interesting to see what's what's going to happen because it it does seem like it's an untenable situation um where You're I mean, uh, Nicole Kidman aside, like you're not going to be able to get these people to recommit to a bunch of limited series, mini series, whatever, um, unless it's something like Marvel, which is like, yeah, we'll do these sort of one or two off series based on our movies and we'll get the people from the movies to be in them. And, you know, I don't know. It just seems like you're not I I just don't imagine they're going to be able to do it forever unless you are somebody like Apple or Marvel, or whatever, where they're like, we actually have uh, like more money than you can even imagine, mm-hmm. so we can do this until we figure it out. You know, We'll just keep throwing money at shit until we figure it out. Uh, yeah, but that said, I, it out,
5: I feel like Star Wars finding its way in, as a TV property now is working. It's fun. A, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I think they figured out how to make it fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You
2: guys, this what? has been... Uh-oh, did I cut someone
4: off? No, I felt like I brought us... Yeah, I, I felt like I brought us to a low. No,
3: I took that on myself. No, you didn't at myself. all.
2: No, no. We're going to Star Wars. We
3: just happening. think Tony's going to jump in. Yeah, exactly. Tony. Don't get don't get me started Everyone's on my stories. Everyone's giving
4: space.
0: <laughs> Everyone's giving space
4: for Tony, <laughs> <Duh. Yeah. laughs>
0: Tony Todd. Tony been... Todd. Candyman. D- Candyman. D- Candyman. Did I watch Obi Wan three times in twenty four hours? Don't Dang. worry about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, amazing.
2: How long is it?
0: Uh, well, there were it's two episodes. Ten minute Oh.
2: so just an hour that's fine very experimental they're doing 10 minute (laughs) shows
5: yeah it's only for your phone too it's so weird it's It's just a quick bite
0: (laughs) catchy
2: well our friend pete of star wars minute was in anaheim at a star wars convention all weekend
0: yeah I was there on Thursday, but I only wow. went Thursday. It
4: looked fun. We saw a lot of insta pictures. It
0: was fun, but I went I was already exhausted when I went and uh it was a little crowded for my taste and like in the back of my mind I'm like, I'm going on tour in a week. I was double masked and everything. Oh, right, and I right, had right. just gotten my other booster and I was like feel like I was as safe as I could possibly be, but still it was mm-hmm. just like a little too packed in there and I was just like I don't I don't think I wanna be here very I long. heard
5: that. I heard that it was a spreader event, though. Really? People people
0: are getting it. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. There were definitely a lot of unmasked people. Yeah.
2: And you just went to a big wrestling show, and we didn't have a chance to talk. This is such I had a long. A, I show. had a real,
0: I had a real nerdy week last week. Yeah, <laughs> I had a real good time. <laughs>
2: oh, but wait! You're oh no, you're not going to be. I was going to say you're going to be here on Friday, but you're not going to be here on
4: Friday. No, this oh, is God, it. no. Tony. No, oh. I'm replacing you. <laughs> we waited till the end to deliver the news but I'll be yeah. I end. mean yeah. very exciting that's cool
0: I feel good I feel the show's in good hands I brought my own jingles <laughs> Pulse amazing
2: Pulse. Uh, <laughs> Tony have you found someone to watch Bentley your dog
0: Yes, he's actually over at that person's house at the moment. just giving a little like, let's get him like adjusted a little bit right now. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, good. Exactly. Yeah, we're okay. Good. I think we're good. I, this is somebody I'm, Bentley already
4: knows and trusts.
0: Uh, no, they he had <gasps> not met them before, so that's why that's why like oh, giving wow. them a couple days of uh, uh, you know, sure, some sure, sure. Time. But yeah, yeah, I'll get him. Smart. I'll get him back in a little bit here.
2: I feel like while you're on tour, Tony, I'm probably gonna try to talk you into coming on as like a Monday show guest or a Patreon guest, so we can catch up with
0: Tony. I mean, I'd, I'd be happy to if it's just it's all about timing and me being able to have quality internet and a quiet place to do it. Cause that's yeah, not always easy on tour. Oh, if we Tony, can,
5: can you when you're on stage every night, can you uh, plug the show?
1: <laughs> yeah,
5: absolutely. <laughs> Thanks. Please,
2: that'd be great.
1: But
4: can you also interrupt a song that is in progress to do (laughs) it? Yeah,
2: yes. Like during a drum during.
4: I know you don't really do drum solos, but could you write some and then during one? Imagining like the concerts in full swing, in the middle of the song, the drums drop out and everybody's like, "What's going on?" Tony just waits for everyone to give him the attention, just talking in the snare mic. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey, sorry.
3: (laughs) Do you
2: guys like podcasts? (laughs)
5: <laughs> hey if you're enjoying this
0: you <laughs> are these songs too long for you guys
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you wish there was less music more talking
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: do you wish the music to talking ratio was inverted
2: <laughs> oh my gosh this has been so much fun thank you for joining everyone. Listen, listeners, if you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, please leave us a nice review. If five you don't. stars. Um, cause we read them on the show sometimes and, uh, make sure you're subscribed. Listen to my other podcasts, Childish and Upworthy Weekly. Upworthy Weekly is my lighthearted news podcast that comes out on Saturdays. Um, and I think like just recently we did six joyful news stories, which I feel like people could use right now um so listen to that and listen to childish and follow me on social media at Allison rosen on twitter and instagram uh i was gonna say tony but i'm getting out of order but i am gonna say tony i already miss you and i don't want you to go but i know you're gonna have a great time
4: but i love to watch you walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: todd cooper thank you for joining us where can we find you plug anything
3: you would like to plug I just want to say thank you so much for having me back. I love being on. It's so fun to be with you guys. Um and uh yeah, I'm I have I just forgot to plug my band last time. The the art thing that I do. I plugged my dumb business. Um <laughs> I'm in a band called God Collider. It's a uh, aggressive hardcore band. Uh, I don't know if you've got fans that listen to that kind mm, of stuff. I story. like mellow hardcore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: we're playing a show uh, in LA with Darkest Hour on July 3rd. Oh shit. Um, we're, yeah, man. I'm going to be gone. Uh, Reschedule. Th- yeah. I, I just canceled, actually. Okay, thank you. Cool. Um, and uh, we're working on an LP, and I'm also in a band called Pet. It's a like sort of a, a shoegaze band that's on uh, um, uh, Spotify, uh, and that's less aggressive with a female singer.
2: Cool, yeah. thank you. Yeah. And Paul F. Tompkins, mm. what about you?
4: Well, um, uh, August comedy bang bang going on tour. Um, I'll be there with Scott Ackerman and uh, a rotating um, special guests. And we're going to a lot of cities, not all the cities. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't couldn't make it to every city, but oh, we are cool. doing. Um, a lot of places we haven't done before. We're going to Cleveland for the first time. We're doing three cities in Texas. Um, and yeah. it's gonna be a lot of fun. Tickets are on sale. You can go to cbbworld dot com slash tour and find out all the information. And uh a little closer, um, Varietopia with Paul F. Tompkins, which is a variety show that I do at Lodge Room in Highland Park. Um, Sunday, January. Th- uh, oh, come boy. on. come on. Huh. Take it so again. close. So oh. close. Sunday, July 3rd, Independence Day Eve. Uh, you know, you can't sleep. You All you're thinking about is your <laughs> presence. Um, <laughs>
1: and what you want to wear.
4: Go <laughs> on costume. out uh, to that show. Um, we always have uh, special surprise guests. It's comedy and music and whatever else. It's a really fun show. You can go to slash live to find ticket links. Did I think anything? Uh, nah, that's all I can think of. I'm hungry. A little bit I got of, hungry a of a live show
2: competition, except Todd canceled his. So that's Good.
3: right. <laughs> Look, go to. No offense, everybody, to me. Go go. Wait, was Paul.
4: yours also on July third?
3: It is. I know. I was. When oh, I heard you announce it on your pod. Uh, one of the things I listened to. Three of them maybe. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I can't go because I've got to sing a dumb show. What time is yours? Mine's at like uh, seven or something. Maybe I'll come late. I want people to double dip if they can. Oh.
4: Do it, guys. I love a double dip. Do you it. Can, do you it. can
2: only do it in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, what
5: about you? Oh, well, you can find me at twitter.com forward slash Daniel Quartz and Instagram. Same name. If you're into that sort of
0: thing. I think I'm Great. I son of a Tony. Bitch
4: follow him immediately.
0: Uh, uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram at (laughs) Tony Baxton and my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And I want to say just because this is this was exciting for me this week. This week it is a Joe Pesci album from 1968 <gasps> Ooh, under wow. the stage name Joe Ritchie, and uh, it was before, long before he was 68? famous or an actor. Wow! Yeah, uh, Pesci, and oh, it's holy. a very hard record holy to holy. find, and I found it recently, and I was very excited. Anyway, yeah. so that's this week's episode. Hey, how? Yeah. How did? Uh...
5: <laughs> I'm gonna bring it down. Never mind. Oh, oh. a <laughs> <great> joke. <laughs> Oh. Hey, uh, how did no, jfk jr die again <laughs> was that where you were no, at no no, no. no. <laughs> did he die though
4: right <laughs> vincent fusco
0: this has <laughs> been a trip. i delight. wasn't done with my I plugs allison how was i to know uh and then yeah the, uh, this is my last show as we said for like almost two months motion city soundtrack is going to be on tour all over the u.s uh we do not have a show on july 3rd i just checked so that night's, Weird. you know, we're not competing. Hey, it's uh, all bad. You're welcome, guys. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be pretty much everywhere else, every other major city in the U.S. Uh, and also, real quick, I said it last week, but my friend Chelsea Christer directed a documentary called Bleeding Audio about an old epitaph band called The Matches. I am briefly in that documentary. It's just a great movie overall. So check that out. You can now get it. Amazon, iTunes, all that stuff. So check that out. Bleeding Audio. Now I'm done. We're going to make you zone.
2: Yeah. Um, You guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you
5: know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.